Coming to you from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607, this is Horror Zone 607. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, you can always join the conversation using hashtag HZ607. Welcome back to Horror Zone 607. We haven't been in the studio for the last couple of weeks because we've had some pretty bad weather, but uh, we're happy to be back on the air this week and uh, got a lot of stuff to talk about. I'm your host, Mike C., and with me, as always, is the man himself. He's the first ever unanimous selection into the National Bocce Ball Hall of Fame. Please, everybody say hello to Rich. Yeah, that's why I don't understand why they're making such a big deal about Mariano Rivera, man. I was I was undisputed first. You were. Undisputed and unanimous first. Yeah. I'm just saying. I just want to go out on the limb and say that. This guy's a bocce ball whiz. I know. A professional. You know professional. what else I was really good at? And, and and they're snubbing me in their Hall of Fame. I was really good at lawn darts, too. Oh, I can see that. But they're snubbing me. They're snubbing me. They're currently snubbing So right into the Lawn Dart Hall of Fame and tell them, let me in because I deserve to be there. Well, you were a little prickly with the press during your yeah, career. A little bit. So. And, and there was the incident, you know, that I, you know, kind of. You're talking about the incident of 2007? Yeah, yeah. There's, oh, yes, who yes. could ever forget that? I, I went a little high angled and yeah, we it, 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 things happen. You know that story? It's always a joke until somebody loses an eye. Sure. And... Say no more. Yeah. Say no more. Yeah, I don't want to. It's allegedly because I am not facing any charges for that. Well, that's good. Yes. That's always yes. good. That's yes. always a reassuring thing. Yes. So, uh, so unfortunately, uh, Ron is not with us. The owner of Eight One Two Two Production Studios uh, feeling a little under the weather. Uh, we're now three for three. All three of us have had something going on here I in the know. last month. So, uh, so Ron, thanks for letting us use your studio. Uh, you're with us in spirit this week, buddy. Absolutely, and get uh, well. I want to point out that we've all had different things, though. Yeah, like, we didn't get each other sick. Like everybody's had a different illness. Like he's got a head cold. I had some kind of stomach virus, and you had it all. I kind of had. Yeah, you I had like a really dead. bad cold, and I've got some other health issues that <laughs> affect my you stomach. You were like, you were like dead. Yeah, it felt like it. It felt like it. All right. So since we haven't been on the air in a couple of weeks, uh, there's quite a bit of news to get to. So might as well jump right on in on that. Uh, the very first thing, and what I feel is probably the biggest news, and this just came out in the last, I believe, 24 hours, is uh, Netflix has announced that season two of The Haunting of Hill House will be made. It, it will happen. Um, it's going to be coming in 2020, and it is not going to be The Haunting of Hill House season two. It's not going to be that. It's going to be called The Haunting of Bly Manor. Uh, changing it up a little bit, doing a little bit of uh, American Horror Story, if you will. Sure. Doing a little, like, I kind of have more of an, you know, like anthology. a long-term anthology. Yeah. I dig that. I, I, I mean, I'm not surprised that they're going to go back to the well. I mean, as well as it did. Uh, there, that's not the surprising part, but it is cool that it was a good announcement. I mean, I, I loved uh, Haunting of Hill House, and I'm looking forward Me to as well. this. This, a, this could be a, a nice little addition to the horror TV series. Yeah. Because there's a lot of them coming out, and some of them look like they could be stinkers. And, you know, it's always good when one comes back that you know is 
certified good. Right, right. And I trust Netflix a lot. You know, they just they put out one quality thing after another. It seems like for the most part. I mean, let's be honest. The there's, there's a couple. Are a little there's, corny, a couple there's been a couple uh, drop balls, but for the most part, they're 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 hitting home runs all over yeah. the place. I mean, uh, I wish that they would get more into the horror movie genre as far as original movies. And I've I've heard allegedly uh, that could possibly be happening because, of course. Uh, I don't know if you knew this. They announced a while ago that they were doing like 85 new movies something and documentaries like <laughs> yeah. and something in the next year that had budgets from anywhere from 20 to like 800 or 20 to 200 million dollars or something like that. Right. It's ridiculous. So they're dumping a ton of money into each one of them. And then uh, like, so I'm assuming out of 85, you got to have like one, two horror movies. One or two yeah. Movies. I've read about them on bloodydisgusting.com that there are going to be a few. I can't yeah. remember off the top of my head because it's been I don't a little they have, bit. They, I don't think they've confirmed like exactly what they're going to be but right I'm, I'm glad that there's going to be a couple just because uh i think the one has been slightly confirmed and that's the, the zombie movie that they're doing with right. uh why am i drawing a blank Zack snyder oh yes 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 i don't know why i, I was drawing that. a blank there but yeah there that, that was the one the only one but the only thing that's confirmed about it he's doing a zombie horror movie right uh for netflix that's it there's that's nothing. all that's really come out yeah. <laughs> there's nothing else there's you know so i mean it's cool though i'm, I'm glad that we're at least going to get that but yeah. I'm, I'm sure i'm hopefully i get to do some more but shutter's hitting home runs and i'm not just saying that because you know i don't get paid by shutter no you've you got to be very close personal friends with the owner that's I, all. I mean yeah hey, you I'm, guys I've hang had, out I've, you... I've had a couple dm chats with him yeah but, you know hey you guys drink but, paps blue ribbons together from what i understand I, it's I, I wish i don't know what he drinks down there in new york city <laughs> but he, I, I do have to give him credit it was it was a worthwhile 4.99 a month yeah very worthwhile I, I've, I I've been enjoying some it. stuff yeah uh i'll probably do some reporting soon on i, I haven't gotten through all of uh there's a black history month thing done by jordan peele it's mm-hmm. on that i haven't gotten through it all yet but when i do i will do a full report on it nice i feel like probably just on the podcast maybe a little bit on the internet too right but it was right. it was uh so far i've watched like the first two episodes and it was really good so yeah i can't wait to like kind of go out because it's kind of like broken down so he can digest a little better there's another one coming out too soon by eli roth really and it's not for it's not just for black history it's for all of horror what's that about history of it's just a history of horror just a history of horror yeah it's broken down is it the show that was on amc uh no it's a different show i i'm assuming they're going to use similar clips and stuff but it is a different show oh no kidding they said that there's new footage so i'm i think that they were in partnership because i i really believe that they are a partnership there uh, but I, th- as far as I know, that there was some new footage because, like, the advertisement I saw on the uh, uh, the service had like scenes that I didn't see on the A and E show. So right. I feel that's cool. I feel like if if anything, it's probably a little bit of splice, a little here or there, but right, right. Hey, the A M C show was good. It wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. A little kind of rushed. It, it felt a little rushed, maybe because it was only an hour long. But I don't also because it's on television. Yeah, I feel like I feel like a television takes away. That's why I feel like if it is kind of the same thing, but with extra, it's mm-hmm. because on Shutter you can get away with being more R rated, if you will. And right. on A M C, you're gonna you have to bow to the the cable masters. Yeah, I think I'm just a little spoiled after seeing you know Never Sleep Again and, and Crystal Lake Memories. You know, those were both fantastic documentaries. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's because I believe that horror fans are probably the only fans that would watch a seven-hour documentary. Yeah. Like, you know, it was a very quick seven hours, let me tell you. <laughs> I don't think it was real seven. I think uh, it was Never like Sleep six, Again was five, five or six. something like that. It and was long. Crystal Lake Memoirs was four. Yeah. So, like, it, they're both healthy, like, lengths. And then if you really jump in, there's the, uh, the Michael Myers one that they originally did for AMC that's, like, 
two and a half, three hours. It was three hours on television. It was like two and a half if you watch it on YouTube. I don't remember that. Yeah, but it's a behind the scenes of Halloween. And basically, most of it takes place of Halloween one, but they go through the whole series. Right. But it's only like two and a half hours. I, I would like to see a more long form one. Right, like right. Like we've seen with Freddy and Jason. I have to look for that. I may have seen it. Look I've it up seen on, so many different Halloween documentaries. Type I get it them into all YouTube. Confused. Yeah. Type it into YouTube. It's, uh, it was done for AMC, though. Yeah. But it was a longer one. It was, I think it went on, it was, when it was on TV, I believe it was a three-hour program mm-hmm. because it's like two. 35 to 40 when you watch it on YouTube. Yeah. So it's because they take obviously the commercial. Breaks right. Up. Right. So, so check oh. that out. Go there. It's like, I can't remember what the exact title of it is, but it is a Halloween thing. You'll, 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 when you see it, you'll know what it is. Right. It's, it's really yeah, cool. Check it out. Um, so the next uh, piece of news that we've got uh, a couple of weeks ago, it was announced. Now everybody knows that Disney's buying Fox. And Woo-hoo. when it comes to horror, one of the things that Fox possesses is the alien franchise and the Predator franchise. So it has both of those franchises. And, um, you know, Alien Covenant kind of disappointed. It made a lot of money, but nowhere near what they thought it was going to make. And, I enjoyed uh, it. I did, too. I like Prometheus it, more. Yes, but, but here's the funny part. We're like the like, minority, minority of people. Yeah. Because I, I enjoyed Prometheus as well. I did like it more than Covenant, but I like both because I like how they were both story-driven. But everybody else just kind of wanted to see aliens. I wanted to see that piece in between the two, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we got Alien Covenant instead, and it skipped the whole story. Yeah. But, um, you know, I wanted well, to that's see... that's because Prometheus kind of bombed in a lot of people's yeah. opinions. Where I didn't. I thought I would have loved to see more storytelling. Oh, but same I'm here. a storytelling Such guy. Such an interesting story. Everybody else wanted to see, like, oh, let's just, just jump into the action and the aliens and what we know. And I'm right. like, no, I like to see the backstory a little bit. So Yeah, yeah, I... I I'm with you on that. So, uh, well, one of the things that everybody was afraid of when when Disney, you know, was going to be purchasing Fox was that that was going to be it for the horror franchises. That's it for Alien. Alien Covenant didn't do well. It's they're not going to make anything rated R. Not so fast. Disney did announce that they're going to let Fox continue to make R-rated movies. Absolutely. So, in light of that news, Disney, um, you know, once they acquire um, Fox, James Cameron actually came out and he basically like didn't officially say that he's going to be making another alien movie but he jumped right in and basically somebody asked him now that they're going to be making r-rated mo- or allowing you guys to make r-rated movies are you going to make that neil blomenkamp sequel that everybody was talking about and uh james cameron's uh, exact response was i'm working on that yeah quote unquote well, first of all, I, I over over on Three Fat Nerds, we've talked in the past about the whole merger to to excess when it was going down. Of course, the merger doesn't take effect, I don't believe, until the spring or something. Something like that. Like that. It's Summer coming soon. It's coming soon. But I mean, it's a done deal. It's yeah. the only thing that's left is to, to go into effect. Right. Uh, I I made the comment a long time ago when that was going on in Three Fat Nerds, and I've since I've got a couple things have come up uh, as far as TV shows and movies and stuff that they are owned in the 21st Century Library. Uh, 20th Century Fox, sorry, library. Sorry, I said that the wrong way. Uh, I always assumed that Disney was going to just take R-rated products and just shift them over. Right. So, like, Disney's never really been big into the R-rated genres. They've always had, like, sub-studios to do it. Like, i.e., Dimension was originally owned by... And Dimension and Miramax were originally Disney. Oh, I didn't know that. D- yeah, they were Disney subsidies. I had no idea uh, yeah. of that. I just because, thought that they were their own company. Uh, well, well, a good story about... Especially about Miramax. Miramax was originally going to put out... Uh, of course, they work a lot with Kevin Smith. Right. And uh, Dogma came out under... Mir- was originally coming out of Miramax. And uh, when uh, the Catholic League started boycotting 
the reason they were boycotting it was because Disney's involvement in being the parent company to Miramax. Mm-hmm. So what ended up happening is Disney pulled the plug on it. They got it done through, I think, Lionsgate or whoever. I think I do believe it was Lionsgate. But they were like, oh, we won. And Kevin Smith's like, well, I still put the movie out. He's like, they were like, yeah, but Disney didn't put it out. So like it was like a behind-the-scenes Hollywood. So Miramax and Dimension both had ties to Disney. They mm-hmm. weren't exactly owned. Like, they weren't completely owned by Disney, but it was like a parent company. And the fact that it shoveled money into them to do things right. that they weren't doing over at Disney in particular. Yeah. So now I think 20th Century Fox will be that. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there'll be things that don't come out that are R-rated on there, too. Right. But there'll be things of the nature that, that Disney doesn't want to put out, if you will. Right, right. Uh so that's the first part of it. I, I think I've been saying that for a while, so I'm not surprised. Uh, the James Cameron thing, though. Like, you see, I, I have a love-hate thing with James Cameron. And uh, I think it all sparked from when he said that uh, superhero movies were going to get fatigued and, and people were going to stop going to see them and, and how he thinks that the uh, world is going to come, like, stand still and come out in droves for his Blue People sequel. Uh, I don't know. I... I love some of Cameron's works. Let's be honest. Huge T2 fan. Right. You know, Same here. The Abyss. A big Abyss fan. I mean, I, you're I, a huge I, Titanic fan from what uh, I understand. No, that's actually Ron. Ron's, <laughs> believe it or not, Ron tries to pigeonhole Titanic into every list. Now, that see, we I do. thought every Friday night you guys reenacted the scene on the front of the boat. No, 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 no. But he tries to pigeonhole that into every <laughs> top three list we ever do on Three Fat Nerds. Oh, that makes sense. That's a true story, by the way. Yeah. I'm not even joking about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I I wish I were, but I'm not. Uh, but no, I I, I think my, with Gun to My Head, my well, actually my favorite movie is not even Gun to My Head is 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 T two as far as Cameron. Right. But uh, The Abyss is like my second favorite. I know I've never seen The Abyss. Believe really? it or not. Yeah, I was kind of young when it came out, and it's just something that I don't think I was allowed to see it, and uh, didn't want to because I thought it was something terrifying. <laughs> and so. I wasn't a fan of Avatar. Because, I tried to watch that and I couldn't get through you it. You know, I already saw Dances with Wolves and I didn't need to see Dances with Wolves with blue people. And that's all that that's all that movie <laughs> that's is. That's really all it was. So if, if 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 you folks think that I'm wrong, go ahead and tell me I'm wrong, but it's not. Go back. Watch Dan if you if you think I'm wrong, that means you probably haven't seen Dances with Wolves. Go ahead and watch Dances with Wolves and then tell me I'm wrong. Sure. Tatanka the, and the gang. This is the, no no, not Tatanka. Jeez, wrong episode the wrong show again. Wrong I thought that Tatanka was the Indian and in, in uh, Dances with Wolves. Is it? I think so. I, don't know, I haven't seen it in a while, but still, it's. I, I saw Kevin Costner. Yeah, it definitely had it's Kevin a great, Costner. It, it was an Academy Award winning film. You know, and it's Kevin Costner, as you know, is star of one of my all-time favorite horror Water movies. Waterworld? Oh, no, no. Field of Dreams. <laughs> Full of ghosts. Uh, oh, that, I was going to say Waterworld is way, way more scary. Yeah, that's really not horrible good. Movie. <laughs> horrible movie. <laughs> it wasn't good. But that's uh, my feelings on it. But I, I love the Alien franchise, so. Yeah, me too. Something well, cool happens. It's kind of love-hate relationship for me with that series. I love the first two, the original one and two. Um, I, I kind of like Alien vs. Predator, the first one. Yeah, that's all right. Um, Alien 3 was not good. Aliens vs. Predator. Requiem was terrible. Um, I love um, Prometheus. I was so-so hmm. with Alien Covenant. Going back so I'm to kind Ridley of back Scott and, there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I do like the rid- the ones that Ridley Scott's gotten his hands on. I would still like to see what was missing between Prometheus and Covenant. I like but, to see that um, movie too. And there was talk, but you know, if it was if it had done well, he was actually talking about making that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that being so because he wanted uh, to make that. It was the fans crying out about it out on like Twitter, and you know, the social media warriors got involved and kind of oh yeah geez. put the kibosh on. Also, it. Uh, I'm a, I'm a fan of the Predator series, and actually the newest yeah. the newest Predator movie was pretty good. Still have to see it. Yeah, I I think you'll like it. Yeah, and the reason why I said I think you'll like it is because it's not super serious. And it kind of reminded me of the action of one, 
mm-hmm. but with the sense of being aware of itself like two. Okay. So it's got a good, nice comedy feel to it, but still has really cool action and you still get it. Like, it's not a great horror movie by any, but it's a good action movie. Right. I, I dug it. The only thing that was missing was Danny Glover. Ah, that's right. he was in two. Yeah, that's right. But they did have Gary Busey's son playing Gary Busey's son. That's even more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 What can you do? Yeah, I'll see it once it's like on HBO or something because I get all the movie channels. So I wasn't going to spend any money on it, but. Don't blame me there. Last time I spent money on something, it was the Leprechaun Returns, and we weren't <laughs> going to talk about that. Yeah, same here. I, uh, I'm i not happy about that. I'm not proud of that moment. No, no, especially when you can watch it for free in March. So, yeah, yeah, which is like two weeks from now that it's going to yeah, be Yeah, pretty on, much. So. All right, so moving on. Uh, this I've mentioned this on the show before. I have no interest in the show, um, so this is one that I'll just kind of throw out there for you and see what your thoughts are. But Michonne is going to be leaving The Walking Dead uh, come season 10. Well, Michonne's leaving, and so is an Ezekiel. So both of them are leaving. Uh, I, I'm not a fan of the show. I, I tapped out on, like, season five. Oh, I thought I you think still I, watched I, it. No, no, I, I tapped out at season five, five or six, beginning of six, whatever it was. Anyways, I tapped out a while ago. Uh, the point is, because uh, my 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 picks on the show, and like I said, if you like it, I'm not I'm not I'm not dishing on you, but I uh, just thought it was the same thing over and over again, which it is. It's basically you uh, open up with them wandering, uh, they find a place, everything's going well, shit hits the fan, they end the season with them wandering again. Like that's right. really how the show goes every season. Sorry, spoiler alert. That's how your show works. Uh, my problem is th- is that everything else can be kept secret. Like we have Avengers Endgame coming out, and nobody knows anything about that movie. Anything smart? Anything? Right, right. We have even even better. We have uh, just this past week, episode nine, Star Wars episode nine, just uh, wrapped. Right. And nobody knows anything about that movie. Nobody knows the name of that movie. Nobody knows what's going on in that it's movie. because nobody... they sell themselves because they have the reputation. Right, so. right, 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 right. But here's the thing. I'm not even saying they're selling themselves. It's just keeping it out of the public so when it hits the theater, everybody wants to go. Right. The problem that I have with The Walking Dead as of late is anytime anybody's leaving that show, you know about it like six months to a year in advance. Like we knew that Andrew Lincoln was leaving, that he was leaving this season like he did. Right. Like six months before it happened. Yeah, it was a long time ago, if you remember that. And like even now, like there's other people that have left and, and Michonne and Ezekiel, the, the, the actors that play them, they're leaving. And it's like not until this the end of this season, beginning of next season. And you're like, why do I know they're leaving? Especially on a show where part of the draw to the show, especially in the beginning, is you don't know who could get killed. Right. So why wouldn't you just keep it secret? Hush, hush. So then when they got killed off, it would just be more, you know. Well, yeah, it'd be more dramatic and it would be one of those shocking moments, yeah. which they've been known for, like you said. And, you know, here's the other thing. This past week's episode, all time low ratings, all time oh. 4.5 million viewers. You know, this is a show that used to be the the hottest thing on television. It was getting the biggest ratings of anything in cable. Well, they're, they're also sacrificing. They're also suffering. Sorry, sacrifice. They're suffering from uh, what I like to call like American television fatigue. Yeah, because Amer- in America we tend to like let things go forever because like oh it's getting good ratings let's let it keep going forever. Uh, whereas like if you go to like Britain like they're four or five seasons tops. Like there's right. most things unless it's Doctor Who and even in Doctor Who world like the person who plays the the, the Doctor is only the Doctor from like two two three four seasons tops. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's been more than four seasons. Reach out and give me hate if there was, but still it's never it's never a long period of time. But outside of Doctor Who, you'd be hard pressed to find a sitcom television show in England 
uh, where they're going longer than four or five seasons. Like The Office over there was only four seasons long. Uh. It was a phenomenal. Uh, and there's other you know, shows that I've watched, like Spaced, which is really good. It's got the guys from Shaun of the Dead. Ah, okay. uh, it's really good. But that's only like four or five seasons long. Like, There's a lot of things that, that they just, because they let him go to a conclusion. It doesn't matter how hot they were. Like Both of those shows left at the height of their popularity, but then that means it didn't get ran to the ground. Like We're in a world where we let things just like, uh, just not broke, don't fix it. And let's beat it till the wheels fall off. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we had How I Met Your Mother run for like nine, ten seasons. Yeah. Uh, Big Bang Theory is ending this year at like season 10 or 11 or whatever it is. Uh, of course, The Simpsons have been on TV almost as long as I've been alive. Yeah. Like, I. 26 I, seasons or 30 seasons? No, it's seasons over 30. It's like they're at 30 or 31 this season. Jeez. This year is either 30 or 31. And I'm 36. <laughs> so that means almost, almost as life. long as I've been alive, The Simpsons yeah. have been on TV. I was television. a little kid when it started. I remember that. Yeah. So I'm just pointing out, like, maybe we need to take a step back from that culture and kind of, uh, you know, take a look at something different. But before we continue on with the news, though, I think we're going to take a quick break. Sounds good to me. if you want to talk about anything we talked about here in the first segment, you know how to find us. Facebook, HorrorZone607. Twitter and Instagram, at HorrorZone607. Always use the hashtag HZ607 when talking about the show. And uh, like I said, we're going to take a real quick break and be right back. And welcome back to Horror Zone 607. So before the break, we were discussing some of the latest news uh, and horror that's out there. And I uh, had so much of it accumulated over the last couple of weeks. Uh, we only got halfway through it. So this whole second segment, we're going to be talking about the rest of the news and got some good stuff. Um, so this news actually just hit um, within the last 24 hours. Um it's been kind of wishy-washy. Everybody kind of assumed it was going to be happening, and then it did get announced that A Quiet Place 2 was going to be made, so it did uh, get announced already. That's not the news. The big news is that it's going to start filming this July. Uh, it already has a release date of May 15th, 2020, so it'll be out next year, about uh, about this time, a little bit, little bit later on, but in May. And uh, the really big news is that John Krasinski, star and director of the first movie, I believe he wrote it too, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, yeah. Uh, he is actually going to be back to direct the sequel. Well, as it should be. It'd be awful weird if he didn't come back. So I'm excited for it. I like The Quiet Place a lot. Um, I'm kind of interested to see how they're going to tell this story. I don't know. For me, I think I would go back and start with day one. You know, you could do that. I mean, you still you got the baby now that could be growing up. You have the sister that, that's deaf. Um, I don't know. I would strike well the, the iron's hot to go back to day one. Because remember, we jumped in at, what, day 180-something? Yeah. So I feel like we should we should delve go backwards. 
you know, maybe that's what they will do. Um, there hasn't been any plot details that have surfaced yet, so don't know exactly what the story is going to be. So it's possible that that's what's going to happen. Um, you could also get out of it, you know, what I was just saying. You could have the baby a little bit, you know, a little bit older. Maybe she'd be about the age of the brother that was killed early on in the first movie. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, kind of I mean, continue on with the adventures. Maybe if that does well again, a third one could be the prequel. Um, I, 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 like I said, I, I, I believe there's, really do it. there's, there's, there's a ton of it. That's what I'm saying. There's yeah. just different ways. I'm just saying I'm greedy. I want to go back to day one. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't think that there's any losing in this one for the fans of the movie. Uh, I think it's going to do well. Um, you know, made a lot of money. The first one did. So speaking of things coming out in 2020, mm-hmm. uh, just got moved up March 13th, 2020 King Kong versus Godzilla. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that Annabelle three actually got moved up too at the same time. Yes. yes so yes, that's yes. coming about a week earlier than it was expected yes, to this year. In 2020. Yeah. Well, like, Annabelle three is oh, coming they're out, this, moving out this, this year. Summer. I thought yeah. they pushed it back to No, no, that's coming out this summer. Um, but, uh, yeah, you're right about. Yeah, Godzilla, versus... Godzilla, 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 King of the Monsters comes out this year, and then next That's year right. we're going to also end up with Godzilla versus King Kong. So, right, that was ahead of schedule. That wasn't supposed to come out until well, they announced a date in twenty twenty one originally, and then they announced a May date in twenty twenty about a month ago. Right, and now they've moved it up to March. So, yep, pretty awesome. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, I've never been a Godzilla fan or even a King Kong fan, but I'm you a know, big Godzilla fan. The the new one that's coming, the new Godzilla movie looks awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I have to admit that's a really cool trailer, so I might want to see that. Might if I like it, might want to go see Kong versus Godzilla. I, I, I'm a I'm a huge Gojira. You gotta get that Gojira fan. Sure. Oh yeah. Sure. With Samoa Joe's music, of course. Well, that's where he got it from. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's I know. So, it's amazing. There's so much stuff that's come off of the Godzilla universe. Yeah. And then the band Gojira. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but they're from France. Isn't that weird? Oh. French band named themselves out of their Godzilla. Well, how you say Godzilla in uh, Japanese. It makes sense. It, I, that makes perfect sense in this world that we live in. Yeah. I was once going to be in a band uh, with uh, some of the guys from Egomaniacs. We were going to call ourselves Minus Mary. The reason being is because Peter and Paul were still alive, but Mary had died from Peter, Paul, and Mary, and we covered a couple of their songs, so we were going to be Minus Mary. Oh, that's kind of funny. We were like Peter and Paul, but... That, that's a little tongue-in-cheek, and then for the people who cheek. got that, it would have been fun. Yeah, they would would've. Have. And, and the last, it never came to pass, but <laughs> it is what it is. Were you guys going to cover Misfits covers, too? Uh, that never came up, but... Because I feel like you... Probably should. I feel like you singing Glenn Danzig would be, like, my moment. Yeah. I, I can... <laughs> you know... You're putting thoughts in my head now. Uh. I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do. So, and, and for those of you that are not from the area, uh, Egomaniacs that I mentioned is uh, one of our local cover bands here. They're fantastic. And Luke from Horizon 607, one of our writers, you've heard him on the show before. He's actually the bassist of the band, and they're phenomenal. Absolutely. I went out to see them with you. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good that time. was a lot of fun. I had a, a good, good time. time. The bar was a little crowded. Yeah. That shows how good they are. But it was good to see was, Stu's like, You know, lively. That place yes. was a dump before. Although, where we were standing, I was worried the floor was going to cave in. Yeah. Because it was, it was feeling a little crickety. There was a lot of, there was a lot of people. I, I mean, I mean, I, it was a, it was a lot of people. Yeah. When I, there wasn't standing room only. Like everybody was shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. But I'm that's sure a good they, thing. That's a good thing. They, I'm sure they reinforced the, the floor just for that show. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't want anybody getting suplexed off the second rope for that. So. No, no, no. All right. So next up, uh, I've got a little bit of news. This just came out. Uh, I don't know if it was last night or this morning. I saw it this morning. Um, so more Zombieland double tap news. Uh, we had another casting piece of information to come out and that's that uh the great luke wilson has signed on to be in the movie 
Yeah. So they just keep adding people. I'm assuming cameo roles for most of these people, but yeah, I don't know. Luke Wilson hasn't done anything in a while, so it's I know nothing, nothing the, major. The funny part is you you kind of go through your head. You're like, what character would he be playing? Because if it's a cameo, I want to see him in character of some character. Yeah, it could be well, maybe himself. It could yeah, be like well, the Bill yeah. Murray thing. Yeah, but I'm 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 wondering like, do you do himself as like old school Luke? You know. Mm. Mm. Could be good. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying. Or you know, there's 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 so much you could draw from. That's yeah. all I'm saying. So much you could draw from. Yeah. We'll see how it turns out. I can't wait to see that. Some idiocracy. Uh, I did actually. No, I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. Idiocracy meets Zombieland. Ooh. I think that could be interesting. Oh. Because that would be the character I would like to see if he was playing a character. That's if interesting. If if he was playing a character, right? If he's right. not playing a character, then I don't care. But that'd be like, an interesting world to put them yeah, in. Yeah, because think it about kind it, of it kind of makes sense. Because you could pr- you could probably spin it off that Idiocracy was the prequel to Zombie Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> think about it. It might it, 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 it might work. It uh, might work, folks. This is how we became a team for this show. Exactly. We, we Rich we, is a genius, and he's got his head on a swivel all the time. You got your. If your I could only make, if I could only make some real money being a genius. Well, you know, for now you'll just have to, you know, take your place in the bocce ball hall of fame. Yeah. Accept it. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. And my win over Chuck Norris. Well, in yes. A staring contest. Yeah, in a staring contest. He yes. Blinked. And don't forget that uh, you were the original choice to play Princess Leia. I know. I know. Yeah. I, I, there, you kind of look I, like I, her with your headphones I, on. I, I do have. I do have a lot of uh, accolades. I'm just saying. <laughs> you really do. If they could, if they would only pay off financially. Yeah. That's that's a hint, people. You know, patience. Patience is a virtue, buddy. Someday. <laughs> Someday. All right. So a um, couple more things. Um, it was announced this past week that um, in great '80s movie that has a cult following, The Lost Boys. Um, the CW is actually going to be making a Lost Boys series, um, but there's a twist. Oh, what a twist. Yeah, why don't you tell us? The twist is it's being rumored. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure it's being confirmed, but it's it's we're going to treat it as a rumor at this point in juncture because until I see pictures, I don't I don't want to go like all in. But it, everybody's reporting on it, so I feel like it's got to be a fact that they're doing gender swap uh, right. for those people. So the characters, instead of the char- most of the characters in the movie... Like where most of the characters in the movie were men, right? Uh, whether you know, obviously Keith R. Sutherland was in that movie. Uh, There's a great cast of guys, but uh, Corey Feldman, actually both the Corys, the Corys, the Corys both, yeah. Corey squared were in that movie. But anyways, uh, so I don't know if the vampires are going to stay guys, or if they're going to go to the B girls, or if it's the main characters who are not vampires are going to be girls. From what I've read about it, instead of the Frog Brothers, it's going to be the Frog Sisters, which I'm not too upset about. Yeah. No, I'm fine I mean, with that. I, 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 and I'm not, I wouldn't be upset if the vampires were girls either because there was girl vampires in that group. Yeah. But I, I look at it like this. I feel like it works better to have the asshole heel vampire be a guy. Because right. you could believe that. Right. Because you, you got to have that because women, and I'm not saying women can't be bad people because they can, but like that cocky, arrogant, overconfident, you know, douche. That you can only get that from a man. Right. So that's really a shot at men. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. You can only really get that really. Like, I don't really get douche chills from women's often, but from the men. Uh, you don't know some of my ex-girlfriends, man. Oh, hi so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm, I I don't know. CW, I'm, I'm torn here. Because I'm not, it's not about the gender. It's not, a, it has nothing it, to do with the casting. My I'm fear torn. is the teeny bopper aspect yeah, yeah. of it. I'm, t- I'm torn between how they're going to write this show. Because CW does either really good programming, i.e. the Arrowverse. Yeah. Or they do really bad programming. Like yeah. that there is no in between. So it's either going to be amazing and wrote well or it's going to be wrote like crap. And if they do go to the teeny bopper way, I feel like it's going to be bad. 
it's gonna be I, like a Diablo Cody. Written. I need it. I need it to be like more like the the Arrowverse. I need it to be yeah. kind of like written into that. And people, I think people will dig it uh, if it's written that way. If it's not, it's gonna be a bomb. Right. That's how I just look at it. Yeah, that's my know. only fear. You know, it's it, that that channel. You know, obviously, it's um, it's made for the generation of kids that are out there now, yeah, teenagers and you know preteens. Now they aren't gonna know what the lost the original, boys is no. half of them uh, probably 95 percent of them never seen the original right so you know something like that you know there has been vampire uh shows on there and they've done well so yeah angel angel of the vampire, vampire diaries, diaries yeah. so i have a feeling it's going to do really well well you got to remember well technically angel wasn't cw originally no it was, it was WB. originally wb but it was WB, off of Buffy. But think about it, WB morphed into CW. Yeah. Solid, really. Yeah. <laughs> we got rid of the frog and, and turned it over to CW. So right. technically those shows kind of from that lineage. Uh, but here's my question. The most 80s thing ever was the saxophone player from the movie. Is he in the sequel? Is he in the show? Ooh. I think he needs to be. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, you don't even have to watch the whole movie. Just watch the opening to Lost Boys. And there is an amazing, uh, which has been covered. Yeah, uh, that song has been covered. There's an amazing song in the beginning, and it's being played. And it as it comes into like this little pier where there's like, uh, you know, like a boardwalk kind of. You know, you have a Ferris wheel, you have games and stuff like you know a normal boardwalk. Only it's in California uh, instead of the East Coast, where I don't. You know, I think that we both have boardwalks. Obviously, after seeing that, yeah, uh, there is the most '80s looking guy ever, and he's a saxophone player. <laughs> it's it's phenomenal phenomenal it'll take you back to a simpler time oh, much to a time, time to a time of reaganomics oh <laughs> wow oh hey oh now you know why pew, so pew, many pew. horror movies were made in the 80s yeah yeah and then also reagan thought that star wars was real and started never mind that's that's a different <laughs> day <laughs> that's probably going to be for ron and and uh Derek's golden girls Ooh, show yeah, you know that's yeah. i think that that's more designed for yeah, that yeah, show yeah yeah it's coming soon. Funny. Coming soon. Coming soon. Well, you know, they say horror is always better in a time of uh, uprise and stuff. Not sure. In, in unsettled times. Right. That's why, the, the, like, horror always falls into that. Like, i.e., the golden age, if you talk about the universal monsters of horror. Right. was during the, uh, you know, in between World War One and Two and during World War Two. Right. So that's when it, you know, and there was, like, a lot of things going on. You know, the big stock market crashed. The world was just at war. Then the world's at war again. Right. And, you know, that led to that. And then, of course, during Vietnam, we got the 70s B-roll films. Right. They turned into slasher films and such. So whenever there's, and then the 80s were the 80s, and we got everything. But once again, there was unrest. So, yeah. Uh, go ahead, you know, Trump president. We can just be getting, we're getting good horror movies, at least. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> if anything, he might not be making America great, but he's making horror great again. I'm yeah, just throwing it out there. He, you're on to something. Uh, did you see Aquaman yet? Yes, I did. All right. Well, maybe you've heard that. Now, I have not seen this, so I just read this. But there was something called The Trench Creatures. In, they're doing a spinoff movie. They're going to be spinning it off and making a horror movie about them. Yes. They're getting in the business of the uh, horror uh, comic crossover yeah which is becoming a big boom yeah we got three of them coming out this year well we had one already come out right uh glass which did very well yeah uh we have uh of course bright burn comes out and then new mutants which are all <laughs> maybe horror well <laughs> as of fingers right, crossed as of right now they're all on the docket and they're yeah. all horror comic movies i think new mutants will probably do the worst out of all of them uh i think bright burn will do well especially because uh, james gunn's behind it so yeah that's, and that's awesome. the one i'm looking forward to it, depending on how they market that which will probably be 
it'll it'll get a lot of marketing because of like, James Gunn. I feel like it'll be good. That's gonna be a fantastic movie. Yeah. So I, I I'm I'm on board with it just because I'm interested to see where this goes. I mean, this might open the door so we can get some more edgier horror comics in there, man. Maybe yeah. Swamp Thing won't just be a TV show on DC Universe. Maybe we'll Maybe. get a movie. Maybe uh, we can get a Moon Knight. Ooh. Some Moon Knight sighting. I understand that's not completely horror, but man, he's violent as hell. Oh yeah. So I, I I lean more towards horror there than I do you know regular stuff. Right. Well, yeah, this remains to be seen what it's going to be like, because, again, details are under wraps right now. Uh, the only thing that we do know is that um, it does not appear that any of the main cast from Aquaman are going to be a part of it. So no, it's going to so really, it's, truly be its own it's story. It's not going to be a billion-dollar movie because Jason Momoa's shirt will not, shirtless Jason Momoa will not be present. Uh, That's, you know, by the way. Sorry, uh, ladies. So throwing it out there, Aquaman is Sorry, guys. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, Aquaman is the highest-grossing DC movie Live action movie of all time. Yeah. I don't know if anybody uh, kept track of that. But yeah, it is. It beat out the Dark Knight trilogy. It beat out everything. So. Wow. And here, I, you know, Aquaman was kind of the joke of the mm-hmm. whole DC universe back in the day. And there he is. I, I have to say, though, it has something to do with Momoa taking that shirt off. There's a lot of <laughs> soccer moms that were willing to take their kids to that movie. They wouldn't usually be taking their kids to that movie. I, I feel like those kids went two or three times to see that movie because... Mom wanted to see Momoa. See, I definitely... That's not where I thought you were going with that. No. I thought you were going to say there were a lot of soccer men taking see, their shirts off. Speaking of... So. Speaking, I know we're getting off topic because it's not really horror, but did you see in the news that there was a Girl Scout who, uh, for her boxes of Samoas, Girl Scout cookies, which is already a popular cookie to begin with, she made... Uh, photoshopped uh, Jason Momoa on on the <laughs> on the covers and was selling them that way, and she like sold like a ridiculous amount of cases of them. Wow, like ridiculous amounts. And the other news that I I found out and future this CEO before we go as far as Girl Scout cookies is the it was reported the first time ever a Girl Scout set up shop outside of a weed distillery or dispensary. Sorry, I said distillery <laughs> dispensary oh, no. in California, and within two hours she sold 177 boxes. I wonder why. Uh huh. I was like, man, why hasn't nobody ever done that before? <laughs> that was the first thing. I was like, that girl, the future deserves, leaders of America. That right girl here. deserves to be a leader in this country because she knows economics. <laughs> she knew exactly the market she needed to be in to make money. And I know that's not usually what we talk about here, but since we had to, we, we brought that up. I felt like that was going in. Yeah, we might as well spin off a Girl Scout podcast. Well. We're doing everything else here with eight one two two productions. Throwing throw out some news that I don't know if you saw or you had on your list. Did you see the the trailer for the uh, Twilight Zone show? Uh, I did the newest one. Yeah, I did, and it looks awesome. I'm I can't wait. Yeah, I unfortunately I'm still disappointed that it's not going to be on CBS. That it's going to be on their streaming service because I have no intention gonna, of purchasing that. But. I'm, I'm going to have to buy it for just to show. I might yeah. have to, maybe there's a free trial so I can watch and then just cancel. Of course, that comes out on April first, right? So I was hoping it was going to be an April Fool's joke, and then it would be on regular CBS, like "Ah, gotcha, bitches." Yeah. And then, sadly, I, sadly, I don't think it is. But it so. looks amazing. That trailer. Uh, I just wanted to bring that up because we didn't talk about that obviously because that came up this past week, right? So I, I can't wait. I'm a big fan. I love the Twilight Zone. Yeah, I and do too. I, and Every, I love Jordan Peele. Yeah, he's. I'll tell you what. The more I watch the trailer for Us, oh, I cannot to wait to movie, see that man. movie. That's, that's going to be one where I might have to take a half day of work, go at ten o'clock in the morning by myself to see that one because my girlfriend's not going to see it with me. No, definitely not. <laughs> so definitely. She saw the preview, the trailer for it when we actually went to see Happy Death Day to You, which is coming up next on the in yeah, our third yeah. segment. I'm going to be doing a review about that. But um, but yeah, she was just like sitting there, like curled all up and kind of quite quite frightened by it. At first, she didn't know exactly what to expect from it, but uh, it's it scared the pants off of her. 
Right on. Do you have so. any more news over there, Mike? Did you no, that's that's everything. So I think we're going to take another break. Well, yeah. And also, I just want to remind everybody that it's it is a short week for news. For, I mean, we had a lot of news that we didn't that we covered from back the last couple of weeks, but we'll be back on our normal day Thursday when you right. guys, when we put out podcasts this upcoming week. Finally, as long as there's no snowstorm on a Wednesday yeah. again, because we record on Wednesdays. This was really causing the mess. But uh, if you have anything to comment, anything we just talked about in this segment, once again, Facebook. Horizon 607, Twitter and Instagram at Horizon 607 for all the social medias to join our conversation. Always use HZ 607. And of course, because we're going to be leading into it right here. Find us on 8122productions.com, uh, the Horror Zone page, uh, where you can uh, go to the Horror Zone page. You can stream or download our shows right from there, or you can find them anywhere podcasts are found. But you can do it right on our website because that's convenient. Mm-hmm. And you also can check out the reviews because going into the third segment, Mike just buried the lead there. We're going to be doing a little talking about Happy Death Day to You, and there is a full, full-fledged, full-on review written on HZ607 Reviews on 8122directions.com. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's the full review. Uh, you know, I'll be talking about that in the next segment here. And uh, I just want to plug away. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that you did. And uh, you know, while we're while we're at commercial, go out and get your tickets to see this movie. It's not doing well at the box office for some reason. Go out and get your tickets right now. And you know, then you're going to hear a little bit about it. I'm going to do a spoiler free. Nothing that you know that. Nothing that'll ruin the movie. Yeah, nothing that'll ruin it. Just things that were in the trailer for the most part. And, you know, just a little background of it. Get your tickets. See this movie. It's worth seeing. You're going to like the review if you haven't read my review already. We'll be right back. back to the zone so before the break uh give you a little tease of what the last segment's going to be about here um last week uh, almost two weeks ago now um happy well no it was about a week and a half ago yeah, uh, it was the, it was it was uh I lost track of time because we haven't done day. the show in so long so came out yeah. on valentine's day yeah so about a week ago week and a half ago uh happy death day to you the sequel to happy death day uh premiered in theaters everywhere and uh, I was lucky enough to go see it, and I uh, wanted to kind of share my thoughts on the movie, talk a little bit about it. I know, Rich, we discussed it off air. You have not seen it yet. 
new. I haven't had time. I've been running around like a chicken with my head cut off between yeah. work and then family weekend last weekend. Sure. And getting inducted into all sorts of Hall of Fame. Yeah, and I had to do the. I had to squeeze in Hall of Fame induction for bocce ball. Yeah. Absolutely. See, that that really took a lot of time out because then I had to go meet with people. And, you know, it's really weird because I'm like the youngest guy there and I'm in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Because, like, the next youngest to me, like at 36, the next guy who was youngest to me that was getting inducted was like 84. Yeah, I mean, you're, you are truly the Beth Phoenix of bocce ball. Yeah. I yeah. came, I saw, I conquered, and I got out young. Like, I destroyed <laughs> that game so quick. Uh, I don't even know what to say to you I right am now. the Michael Jordan of bocce ball. You really are. It is. You really are. It's great. So, happy death day to you. So, you know, as I was saying, right now it's actually not doing very well at the box office. The first one was a smash success. It, it did so much better than anybody expected. And uh, so far, the, the money just hasn't been there for this one. Uh, I'm not going to completely blame it on this. We do a lot of box office reporting on uh, Three Fat Nerds, and technically, uh, it's, everything's been low. Everything. Like, our number one movie for... Well, there was, like, one week where it broke this, but pretty much for the last month and a half the top five like you're, to be the top movie you only had to make like 15 million dollars yeah it's and that time of year it's just it's a slow time right now um nothing's really like you know and everybody's got a little bit of fatigue because we know it's coming right you know we coming up soon we have you know captain you know captain marvel and then it'll switch into high gear for Avengers endgame right and there's so much more and of course you know in the horror world people are already getting uh, ready for uh pet cemetery yeah and then of course it at the towards the end of the year in the it, fall you know and people too got to realize that you know happy death day happy death day the first one came out in october of 2017 it was right in the heart of halloween season perfect season. time for a horror movie it really was and it just kind of you know when it came out i think everybody at least horror fans um true diehard horror fans kind of had the same reaction that i think that i did to it which was uh geez a pg-13 slasher this is going to be campy corny it's going to be for the bubblegum pop teen you know that that generation of people it and just it was it, not and it was not it was amazing it, one of my favorite horror movies of the last 20 years so happy death day to you you know, I, I didn't know what to expect. We kind of talked about it on the show and off air that we thought that it was going to kind of go more down a comedy. I said it was going to go more Groundhog's Day. Yeah. You know, and, and here's what it was. Um, the early reviews that came out were correct in that it was more comedy than it was horror. There was really no slasher element to it. The, the babyface killer is there, but that's not what the movie's about, where the first one it was. So that's not what this movie's about. Uh, what this one is, it's basically, it still has the Groundhog Day meets Scream, but it also kind of throws in a Back to the Future vibe to it, too. It's got some of that sci-fi comedy oh, that's cool. element to it, and I won't give too much away um, about that since you haven't seen it and since a lot of our audience may not have heard or watched it yet. Well, by the numbers, but, they haven't. <laughs> yeah, by the numbers, they really haven't. But um, basically, the movie picks up the day after the first movie, so it picks up right where the first one left off. And um, basically, in this one, the movie starts out, instead of it being Tree Gelbman, which is Jessica Roth's um, character in the movie, instead of it starting out with her getting killed and jumping back into it, which she does end up back in the, the loop, loop again. Will, yeah. But uh, this one actually starts off with the blonde-haired Asian roommate of her boyfriend, Carter, from the first movie. He okay, kind of okay. has like little he pops up every now and then in the, in the first movie. This one starts off centering a little bit more around him and that before it goes back into Tree's story. Um, so he's actually the one that gets killed and immediately wakes back up in his car, which is how the, the opening scene starts. He wakes up in his car, gets out of his car, walks into the dorm room, and um, ends up in some 
science lab. Um, and uh, that's that's where he gets killed. And then he gets, you know, he, he wakes up and relives it again. And he goes to them to explain what's going on. And Tree immediately knows what's happening. So they figure out what got them in the loop in the first place. The, the Asian kid is actually the one that's behind it. Um, again, I'm not going to give away too much there because it's what the whole story centers around. But um, but she ends up back in the loop. She does get killed again, ends up back in the loop. But this time there's a twist to it. It's not the same as it was the first time. So different things are happening. It's a different story. I, I, I want to tell you guys so much exactly what happens. But um, this one, the comedy is there. Um, every time she dies to go back and, and redo things again, the kills are as hysterical, if not even funnier than they were in the first movie. So it does have that, um, but it was much more. The movie had a lot more heart and heart and soul to it, and by that I mean it had some drama in it, which the first one did too. But this one had a lot more heart wrenching, heart warming moments in it than the first one did. So dramedy best describes this with with a hint of the Back to the Future sci fi with it. Sounds like a good mishmash of things. Yeah, I mean... It's got a hodgepodge of events going on. But it, it was. But as you make it sound, it sounds like it all came together well. It does come together well. It helps explain why the first movie happened and how they work to stop it um, so it doesn't keep happening again. But um, the movie is really... It, it was a great companion to the first one, and it really does work well as a sequel to it. Um, I just... You know, again, I don't know if it's the time of year or if it was the early reviews where they, everybody gave it away that it was not a horror movie. If it kind of stopped people from going to see it. Honestly, I think it's the time of year. And if you looked at how the uh, Valentine's uh, Returns, there was a, a, a movie, uh, a relationship movie, a Valentine's Day movie that came out the same week that did mm -hmm. very well that we didn't even hear about on the show. Yeah. Like we didn't cover it on 3FN, which is usually in the box office. Derek usually covers all of that. Right. And he was like, this movie, I just totally didn't see on the list and because of valentine's day so i feel like that was the biggest draw because i don't as as much as we love to be like it's a good date movie and, and and historically i've always been a fan of taking a date to horror movies right like i'm married now so it's a little different my wife's like yeah no you can go with your friends you know but <laughs> but like when you were when i was younger and you know a movie would come out i would always uh you know take a lady because it was a good time to get them close to you mm -hmm. a little, little this is for the youth that might be listening you know these, these tricks never die be gentlemen don't be pervs, but you you know they have to snuggle somewhere when the when the killer comes out and scares them. Right, and it's just a good way to be there to be the knight in shining armor. You know they don't have to know that if the horror movie was real, I'm going to throw them in front of me and let Jason eviscerate them so I can get away. <laughs> because technically, I don't have to be the fastest person. I just have to make sure I get out of dodge while he's preoccupied, or just be faster than the slowest person. Sure. And if you can hobble somebody, you're going to be faster than them. It's just it's just basic math, people. I'm sorry. You're one of the last true family men, Rich. You really hey, are. You know what? Hey, listen. It's it's survival of the fittest. You know, I, I will mourn for you. But if you didn't get out, it was on your own. If Luckily people, for me, I was a track and field star yeah, in my you youth. So but I think that, I still got a little bit of that at 40. Listen, we've 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 watched enough horror movies that we know if something just feels like a horror movie, they get the fuck out. Yeah. I know I dropped an f bomb there, but I had to. Like that's no, that's, that's, that's okay. That's the perfect spot for it. Because think about it. Like I've seen enough horror movies that if i get that feeling like man this feels like a horror movie i'm just leaving like <laughs> right there's not going to be a yeah. chance for something to come out of the, the basement because i'm going to go nowhere near the basement i'm going to be out of there and like three towns over before leatherface ever appears i'm just throwing that out there yeah, you're smart I just, you know i've seen enough of this stuff it's good and i love it yeah uh, i still love the concept 
And from what you've said, I like the way that they've gone anyways. I, I was saying on the show, and I was a fan of it when I said it, that I hoped that they were going to go more Groundhog's Day, which means more of a dramedy. Right. I, I wanted that to be because I found that that was a strong suit. Now, I love the slasher element of the movie, and you said there's some cool kills and some fun stuff going on, so that's cool too. And I'm glad they kept some of that in, but I really did believe for this to succeed. Now, what I think is going to end up happening is that this movie is going to be huge on uh, Blu-ray and uh video on demand yeah it'll make money there i don't know so how I don't the think, international market's doing with it at the moment and, but and right now blow i don't i don't know how wide of a release it got internationally because you got to remember the big player there is china and they, do, right. they only accept x amount of uh, movies from the states a year right and so it's hard to really get into that market yeah um i i think that this could be the the good vibe for Blumhouse and Blumhouse is right now we weren't talking about it because more of a rumor and I'm sure we'll talk about it in the weeks and to come Blumhouse has gotten a deal with Universal that they will be producing Jason Blum will be producing the dark universe if you will yeah he will be producing I do believe the, the first invisible man was invisible man and then Patricia from the Black Lagoon I think is in the first three so he's actually not going about that yet I, I that's the was, one thing that's for I know the, the first one is the invisible man yeah. that has been reported but he was big on saying that he wants to do creature like in the first he wants to do it in not the normal order he doesn't want to put the Dracula like the heavy hitters like right. okay here's Dracula here's Frankenstein here's the wolf man it's probably and then, smart so he's going in reverse, which I think is amazing. I do. Because yeah. Invisible Man is amazing. And somewhere in there, Jekyll and Hyde is in there. Like, he named off a bunch of stuff. But they've given him all permission for this. So this is going to happen. It yeah. is going to happen, folks. It, it's a rumor as in we don't know what order. We do know Invisible Man is first. And we know it's going to happen. Uh, I think we did talk about it in the when it first broke. Right. But that's being said, they're also getting deals with possibly Scream. They have reached yeah. out to, to, to the state of West Craven. It's not a done deal, yeah, it's, but it's been publicized that they're doing that. It'll of take course. a couple of years, but no, I, I have a feeling if anybody's going to get Scream back into theaters, it's, it's going to be, be Blumhouse. Right. And I, I'm just gonna, like just throwing it out as a whole. And then, of course, you know, uh, LeBron James, who is very big in, in trying to put money into a new Friday the 13th movie, yeah. has already said it, that, that Blumhouse would be the production company of choice. And they, they want to do, because they've already done Halloween, they want to do all of them. I they've know. already said they want to remake and start rebooting all of them in actually not just one remake. They want to do movies. Yeah. So they want Nightmare on Elm Street. They want uh, Friday the 13th. Texas they Chainsaw want Texas Chainsaw they Massacre. They want stuff like that. They, and and I, I hope they get it because they've done such a good job. Yeah. And with that being said, this could... I, I need this movie to be a funner movie yeah. because they're going to be going if all of this, which no matter how it goes, some of those titles they might not get. They might not get the licensing. Let's be honest. But some a lot of them they are. Right. And we know some of them they are specifically. So I feel like what's going to happen is you need to have that kooky outlet. Because once again, just like a horror movie, I feel like as a company that's making horror movies, you need to have that one or two or few movies where you can be like, okay, they're fun, good time. Right. Which the original Invisible like, Man kind of is. Yeah, it's, no, it's campy. Right, right. I, I got you, but we don't know the direction they're going to take. True. And what, which is fine. And I hope they do leave some campiness to it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm assuming they will because they've done a good job of that yeah. across the board. But, but I that's still think that they fun, need... And that's what will help it succeed. Right. But I still think they need franch a franchise or a couple of franchises that they can have just be goofy yeah just straight goofy and so turning the happy death day franchise which was already kind of fun and fun loving into this comedy dramedy slasher element that they have is amazing to me because you're going to want that after you watch 
Halloween 2, after right. you watch Invisible Man, after you hit, watch a possible Friday the 13th remake, which are all going to be done. Well, Invisible Man may be a little campy, but the other two are definitely going to be done right. serious and, and, and right down the middle. Maybe yeah. it has a little laugh in it to break the tension, as we talked about before. Right. But I really think it's going to be, for the most part, straightforward and serious. Because if you go by Halloween... They're the remake of Halloween, and I know you didn't like it, but if you still go by it, it's a serious-toned horror movie. Oh, that it was. And, and there is a couple of spots. I know we always talk about the little boy. You know, yeah. he's, he's hilarious. He's comedy gold. But there's very few of those comedy spots. There's a couple of them just to kind of get you at ease. But for the most part, that movie is hard-hitting, straightforward at you the whole time. Yeah, that, I'll like give it, it that. I will give it it's, that. It's, it's, and, and I feel if they're going to do... You know, Halloween 2 will be the same. I feel that uh, Friday the 13th, if they get a hold of that, will be the same. And, and and so on and so forth. So I think that it's good to build up a franchise that's more fun. Of course, they have the Purge franchise as well. Yeah. And the Purge is more serious. It's more straight down the line. Yeah, it is. It so is very serious. I feel like we, we need that because I would have, you know, we already know that it's been ruined because Child's Play is being done elsewhere. But they yeah. needed they need a child's play like like so this could become their child's play where it's kind of like a fun campy movie that they can do you know every couple years just to have the horror fans go oh okay we can have fun in horror too right and it does actually in the in the um like mid credits there is a quick scene that kind of opened the door for a third movie right um it also could be just you know this is the end yeah but, but um, I think that there will be because I feel like that franchise like I said if they're gonna if they're gonna push forward which it looks like they are because they've they've been gun ho on all this for a while and we've We've covered this and we'll continue to cover this because it will continue to come out and you're going to notice the Blumhouse is going to be the, you know, the new line if, of this era. The new line and the um, Paramount, Paramount. mixed into one, yeah. you know, like they're going to be like, if you want, if you're going to see movies come out, you know, the conjuring and everything belongs to them as well. Yeah. They have so many serious properties and they're going to get so many more that I feel like this having happy death day as a franchise that's more fun and maybe a couple more that you can put in there is fun like i said i did mention child's play but obviously that's not going to happen right but i wish they got a hold of child's play because that would be another perfect one to have so it's just like fun like you can put out three or four serious horror movies and then you're like oh we're gonna hit you with this one just to remind you horror is fun yeah because in the other movies whether there's a little bit of humor or not they're not fun and they're not supposed to be. Right. I, I appreciate that. Like, we just both agreed that Halloween, that was one of the strong suits, is it was serious. It wasn't fun. It was like, which, like, and I'm not saying it wasn't fun in the way that you shouldn't watch the movie, but it wasn't fun in the way of, it was serious. It was a horror movie. Yeah. It's, it's supposed to not be fun. Like, there's a killer killing people. If you're laughing your balls off, you're not supposed to be there. If it turns into uh, Freddy's Dead, I know we love to go to that one, but if it turns into Freddy's Seems Dead every week. But you know what? It's true, though. Think about it. If it turns into Freddy's Dead three seconds into the movie, you're, you're turned off from it. It's no yeah. longer a horror movie at all. And that wasn't even like a campy fun thing. That was just abysmal. Right. And that's what it becomes. And then we, we're not bringing up, you know... Uh, uh, Jason goes to hell because there was nothing. There was, it wasn't fun. It wasn't funny. It wasn't nothing. Right. It was just stupid. Yeah. There's just, <laughs> like this was a horrible movie. But that I've just that's what I feel. I mean, I, I know I took up some time to explain that, but I, I don't know. I just that's my feeling on keeping this fun. And I'm glad that they're doing that. I hope they continue to do that. And that's why you should support that. Yeah. And I want to see more. I, I really do want to see more. So I'm hoping that it does make the money. I mean, it made back its budget, but I I hope that it makes enough money that they will do a third one. Maybe do it in October. You know what I forgot? There is one campy one that they're allegedly 
possibly having something to do with them producing. What's that? Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, I did hear Remember that. They're, re- they're, they're, they're possibly the company rebooting it. Yeah. And if they are, there you go. There's another franchise where yeah. you can just have a lot of fun. Lots of fun. And if you haven't seen the original Killer Clowns from Outer Space, what's wrong with you? After <laughs> How are you, you listening ab- to this podcast and calling yourself po- a horror we're, fan? we're almost done with this podcast. After this podcast ends, you need to put... It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, folks. And if, if you can't find it on Netflix or you don't have Netflix, you can probably find it at YouTube or anywhere else. Trust probably. me. It's, it's there. It's amazing. It's fun times. It I is mean, a fun it's movie. It's a fun movie. And I can't wait. And Blumhouse, once again, is the rumored production company for right. the reboot, which I feel like they're going to do only because Universal had it as a horror house this past year. Yeah. Or, sorry, a scare zone. The scare Same zone. Same difference, though. Yeah. So, usually things that end up in a scare zone or a maze at... Hollywood Horror Nights usually tend to end up as rebooted franchises. Yeah, I hope so. It's a long time coming. Yeah, it would be. Of course, if that happens, we're going to get Killer Tomatoes. Uh, as long as whatever it's not, it was. <laughs> oh, as long as it's not like the uh, pitched idea for Rob Zombie's The Blob. Yeah, because <laughs> oh, that's just so bad. It's just so bad. If you guys, uh, we, we did talk about that before, so go God back a few happen. episodes and you can listen to it. But if you if you want to look it up on your own, just Google Rob Zombie Blob, and trust me, there's treatments and stuff out there for what he wanted to do to the blob and uh, mind you i'm not crapping on him because i i can't wait to see three from hell because I, yeah. I i love that franchise uh but I, he has gotten uh some of his his stuff has been just out there so and this would have been real bad it would have been a horrible 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 movie but i think that i think that sets it up if you want to see the there's a little more spoilers in mike's uh mike sees a uh, review a little a bit there's a little, a little bit more. just to kind of tell the story a little bit but um i did give the the um the movie a score of a seven out of ten you did you did which is very good so so go on over to 8122productions.com and go to the horror zone page on our website and uh click where the reviews are and you can uh, pull up the review that mike did on that there's also a few other reviews uh halloween three season of the witch is up there and glass is up there glass is on and there and i'm gonna do more as time goes by you know, I, i'm gonna be adding some too also if you go because i i could have done it on either if you go to the 3fn reviews uh you will find my review of uh the ted bunny tapes yeah, because I was gonna, I was trying to pick on which one it was gonna be, so I ended up putting it there because I was like, oh, there's nothing here yet, so let's just throw it there because that's a pop culture icon thing. Yeah, right now. I mean, can't wait for that movie as well. Uh, but you know, go ahead and visit a one two two productions dot com, and if you want to send people there, it's a f- easy way to find where you can stream or download our shows. So it's always a great tool, and we're going to be adding more and more as the year goes on, and we get ideas and we learn technologies because you got to remember, we're old. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm, young. I'm, listen, I'm the I well, technically Derek's the youngest in 8122 Productions. Yeah. Cuz he's technically still 35. Ah, uh, but the, the rest, tender and, age. And, I, and I'm 36, so I'm the next in it, but so think about it. We're kind of a little bit older, so we know a little bit of something. We can lead you in the right direction. Just got to listen. Sometimes you got to listen to your elders. We're not going to go into you and Uncle age. Rich and Uncle Mike. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say we're not going to go into you and Ryan's age. <laughs> <laughs> but uh with that, you know, hey, just go ahead and of course remember Follow us on uh, Facebook. You know, go on Facebook, uh, Horizon Six Hundred Seven. Like our page, share our page, rate, review our page. Man, throw some stuff on there. Mike's always good about putting stuff up. When I see stuff, I'm putting stuff up. Uh, you can follow what's going on with our happenings because we were very much tied to sci-fi and horror fest in Oneana this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got some uh, Joe uh, Joe Whitlow has uh, been yeah. announced. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, for the event, there's uh, more things that are being announced for that event as well as we go on. So we'll be updating you there because we'll be there. Uh, amongst other things and also news and stuff we were we're good about posting articles and such up there right also you know i try to post a little bit more on uh, twitter because i do a little more twitter than you do so yeah i'm I'm not trying to get in there so go over on the twitter sphere man at uh at horizon 607 on twitter and i've been trying to post more and i'm probably gonna be doing more and more as i go on but you know hey 
It's a good place to find it. You can always find, you know, what's going on with us there as well. And, of course, always use the hashtag HZ607 to join the conversation. And uh, that's all I got to do for shameless plugs and plugs on this show. And you do week. it so well. Yeah, I've, I've been used to it. I, I, we, were, we were talking about it. I'm coming up on a year of doing podcasting. Yeah. Because uh, three fat nerds as of April 2nd will be the day that comes out. Well, that will be the 52, 52nd episode. So yeah. one year of doing podcasting. Can you As, believe that we're almost six months in already too? Yeah, we're, we're, we're getting there. We need to keep uh, keep pushing forward, keep moving on. Uh, speaking of that, next week, or so you'll hear it on Thursday because we'll be back to our normal schedule. Uh, next week, I can announce there's something actually special about my year anniversary. Oh. Then everybody's invited because it's, it's actually technically a year of 8122 Productions too. Nice. Not, not the website or anything, but as a whole. The production company started the first day I ever produced a... Uh, a podcast, which yeah. would be the the first ever three fat nerds podcast. So oh. there's a big announcement, and uh, I'll just I'll let the cat out of the bag a little bit. It's a party. Oh, there's a party. Who doesn't like a party? There's a party, and everybody's invited. But we'll get to that next week when I can officially it's pants announce party. It. I can officially announce it, the the location and what's going on. The so, party with the pants. Yeah. Yes. Well, there's a party in your mouth, and oh no. Oh, oh, lawyer Ooh, Fred, that's... lawyer Fred, eight one two two productions, <laughs> trusty puppet lawyer Fred has uh, made me stop telling that joke. And uh, yeah, he's Mike, giving you a dirty look right now. So Mike, take us to the close on that note. Yeah. So that's it for the show this week. Uh, we are like Rich said, we're going to be back on uh, our normal schedule this uh, next coming week here. So we'll be back on Thursday. Um, just one thing to kind of tease with that, we did. Uh, originally have something planned for our valentine's day show um it's gonna be a little bit of a, a triple threat match between a couple of different movies that uh, deal with the, the valentine's day holiday um you know we weren't here so we didn't do it but uh we're gonna put something together something, something a little fun and a little you know kind of nice a little fun and special for that yeah episode. it's gonna be kind of fun so uh we'll, that'll be coming up on our next show among other things so uh we hope you tune in next week and as always thanks for listening to horror zone 607 have a great day